Well, it feels like we have not talked to each other in three months. It feels like it's been a really long time. How are you guys? Hi. Hi. Good. Hi. Welcome to Happy to Be Back. We haven't had the whole crew for a while. I know. I know. John took a little time off to help out a family. Everything's good, John? Yeah, mom's good. Mom is uh, definitely being mom again. Um, So that's just how I know that she's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I'm glad everything worked out. I'm glad you could go be with her. Thank you. So I live in Palm Springs now since we were all together. (laughs) Wow, Palm Springs. I know. Oh, it's so sunny and glamorous here right now. And gay. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So, like, I had to go to the grocery (laughs) store today because I did not have... Um, just essentials. And, and I, I was in San Diego the last couple of days opening a project. So I went over to the Ralph's and these are the people I saw at my local Ralph's. I saw a lot of older gay men, kind of like muscled daddies who definitely went to white parties and did a lot of drugs you know, in the 90s and 2000s. Um, I saw a delicious 20-something... Um, I'm going to make some assumptions here based on the makeup and the outfit. I would say perhaps um, they're gender nonconforming. They were in a faux white fur coat all the way to their ankles. (laughs) And they had on bell bottoms and they had on um, like chunky Jesus sandals with like a thick sole and the sole was rainbow stacked rainbow wow. platforms and wow. uh giant jackie o glasses and back honey mm-hmm. <laughs> and the best part about like the people you see in palm springs is that nobody blinks twice it reminds me of new york no one blinks twice you would literally have to do something so over the top for someone to notice and number two that person wearing that floor-length faux fur was just there to pick up some milk, like as you do, (laughs) you know, no big deal. (laughs) Giggle. I was like, I love it here, you know. I always wear my full fur to Ralph's, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, what better place to wear a full fur? Right, I was going to say, you leave smelling like the chicken. Like all of that stench (laughs) of fried chicken is in your coat. (laughs) Well, this Ralph's, it's funny you say that because every time you walk into a Ralph's in California, it's a different experience, right? Like they're not set up the same. So long story short, I walked in and you know what was right there in this location? The fried chicken, John. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is really good, actually. If it's I know, but isn't it illegal? I didn't There's think layers. they were allowed to do that anymore. To fried chicken? Well, no, because of COVID. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to be like, ooh, I'm black like, people going to be mad. They made fried chicken illegal? Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be a whole bunch of black people ready to protest. Um, and I'm not even being stereotypical. I eat the hell out of some chicken. But what I was going to say is there are layers. So if when we're talking about the layers to like grocery store chicken, you have Albertsons, Stater Brothers, and Ralph's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never had the fried chicken except from Ralph's. No. Isn't there also like a famous Southern gas station chicken too? That's yeah. crunchy. Uh, that's the crunchy chicken, and that you can only find in like an Exxon. 
I saw what? that today, actually. I, it's here um, and where I got my gas because I had a rental car this weekend where I got my gas before I returned the car. It was a huge popular chain gas station. And on the front of it, it said crunchy chicken, crunchy with a K. Right, John? Crispy, crunchy chicken. Yep. Two Ks. Yep. Now on the other coast though, everybody (laughs) likes to go to a place called Sheets. S-H-E-E-T-Z. That is a Southeastern chain, similar to a 7-Eleven where they do sandwiches and fried chicken. And then in the middle of the country, there's a restaurant chain, kind of like a KFC called Cane's. C-A-I-N-E-S, I think. Maybe there's no E. And my friends from like Colorado and Oklahoma, like the middle, middle West, they can't stop talking about this chicken. So, you know, people love their chicken. They have Do I smell a road trip? Yes. <laughs> I'm only here. The best chicken, I'll just say this and then I'll be quiet. Best chicken ever. They have bullberry biscuits and everything. Mm, um, yeah. Oh gosh, North Carolina. What is the name of it, Jim? Somebody give okay. me it. Bojangles. Uh, Bojangles. Bo Bo t- mm-hmm. Bojangles, top of the line chicken. Mm-hmm. You I know what you. would be a terrific yummy yummy is if Stephanie provided us with seven or eight different <laughs> kinds of fried chicken one day. And then and I'm in Palm Springs. Oh, my God. Guys are all over LA, so this would really be very easy for her to coordinate from Connecticut. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Get yeah. right on it. <laughs> yeah. So heavy into my. We should take a road oh trip God. and hit every different fried chicken place from here to New York. You know, there <laughs> are canes though. Um, that cane, yes. I saw three or four this weekend down in San Diego. There so they're go. in California. They're not too far. Are you thinking of raising cane? Yes, raising canes. Yes, that's what it's called. It's raising canes. That, yeah, 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 they've definitely become a SoCal I thing. And you know what, John? They don't have all they do is chicken, fries, and then a grilled chicken sandwich. That's all they do there. It's kind of like In and Out, where all they do is the burgers and the fries because they do it really well. It's really yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's an interesting story behind there too. Zaxby's, so I'll say this, and I know you can, mm-hmm. you can probably cut it out. Zaxby's and Raising Cane, they used to be the same company. They got into like a duel, and then they ended up splitting. So Zaxby's and Raising Cane, they're the same exact concept and idea. They just aren't connected because they're not not—they're no longer friends. I hate when fried chicken friends split up. Uh-huh. Right? That's so yeah. nice. Can you say Jolly have you guys been to Honey's Kettle? Oh, from high school. I used to be connected, but we're not connected anymore. Right, Christine? <laughs> so, um, wait, I want to say two things quickly. Number one, I love how we all have such passionate opinions about fried chicken. But, <laughs> um, have you noticed John Sweet? Dr. John Paul Higgins is so kind and respectful on this podcast. He's like, I just want to say, but you can probably cut it out later. He'll say that often. And I'm going to tell you a secret. I never cut out John ever. Have you noticed? <laughs> Stephanie, Scott Sheldon, they'll hit the cutting room floor. Dr. John, gold every time. I never cut you. Never do. Thank you. I feel I- I'm surprised so you ever hear my voice on this. Really. <laughs> I'm going to be cutting that out later, Scott. Yeah. So thank you. I <laughs> 
All right, you guys. Let's. Uh, it's really. Wait good. a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Well, do you have any questions for me? Like, like, I, what yeah. are burning hot questions about? Because you haven't talked to me in three weeks. So, what do you want to know? I want pictures of the apartment. I haven't seen the apartment. I haven't done a virtual tour. I'm very interested in this because, as you know, I'm looking for a new apartment. I just want to see the floor plan. I want to know what's going on. Okay, great. Okay. I also want to know why you moved. Can, is that okay to share? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. Anything else? Christine, any questions about the Palm Springs experience? Uh, yeah, I want to know, um, how long had you been living there before you went to um, Sunglasses, 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 and okay. got a new uh, Thanks so much for that inquiry. I'll be answering that after this the intro song. Anything okay. else, Stephanie? Um, well, uh, I was wondering if you'd met any lovely people yet. Like Wonderful. You... And Scott Sheldon, any questions? I was wondering if you got any ass yet, basically. Oh, I think that's, that's the question, question I wanted ask. to ask. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we will talk about any good COVID quarantine yeah. cock and L, all the other <laughs> right after the thing. Quarantine cock. Truth be told, I always wanted to host The View, but I don't exactly meet the lady requirement. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my friends together and we're going to start a podcast. Hello, I am Jim Lanahan and these are my friends. Ready? Let's go. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Jim and Friends. Let's look quickly around the room. I see Christine Sinecora. I see you. I see Dr. John Paul Higgins. Hi. I see Scott Sheldon. Well, hello there. And the producer, Stephanie Lappin. Hey, everyone. Hey. All right. Um, listen, we have a lot of questions to catch up on. I did take notes in the huddle of things you want to know about my new Palm Springs lifestyle. But first, let's jump right into the yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you are so stupid. All right, Stephanie, what have we got? Well, Jim, you know, I don't take suggestions often because I've got opinions, but Jim, this was a special request from you. Actually, when we oh first started, uh -huh. you said, I hope one day we get the Chico stick and Jim today is that day. Wait a minute. Did I say that? Cause I don't know what that is. What is what? a Chico stick? What is a You told me stick? you wanted a Chico stick. I don't know what that is. It's this like thing. It's what? Stephanie, it's have tasty. You, have you confused me with someone else? I swear, I don't think I have ever. Does this taste like chicken? No, it's a no. crunchy peanut butter rolled in toasted coconut. Okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah, they're normally really long, but these yeah. are just ones. Going in. So I'm unwrapping it. It's unwrapped. Mm hmm looks like a root beer barrel for people who are not with us today on Zoom. It's got the shape and texture of a root beer barrel, like a hard candy. It was wrapped in a cellophane that's going in my mouth. I am sure that that is not the first time you've said that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and how about this? 
Should I be sucking or chewing on this? Chewing. 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 Okay. Also, please note that Dr. John has changed his screen name to Quarantine Cock. Thank you. <laughs> With two cues. No. I'm going to let you know that I have immediately put a second one in my mouth. <laughs> Crunchy mm. peanut butter rolled in toasted coconut. Okay. It's mm-hmm. great. So mm-hmm. the... the the first flavor I'm getting is definitely peanut butter. Ooh. But at the end, there's like a little bit of coconut peeking through, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's so like buttery too. Like mm-hmm. it's like Ooh, that's delicious. Mm. It's almost like a coconut butter finger, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without the chocolate. There you go, Sensen. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. I got the coconut first, and then the peanut butter, and then and then finished with the coconut. It was a coconut two times. Mm-hmm. Having another one. All right, mm-hmm. you guys. I think it's time for us to talk about Chico Stick um, on the scale of zero to ten iced coffees. Ten being the greatest thing you've ever put in your mouth. Zero being the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth, including your ex-partner who voted for Trump. We will start with Scott Sheldon. Zero to ten, Scott? Oh, man. I'm going to give it... I really enjoy it. I like it. I'm going to give it a um, eight and a half. Locked in on eight and a half. Christine Sinecor? I'm going to give it a nine. Okay, Christine. I really like it. Bringing us in at nine. Great. Dr. John Paul Higgins. Tens, honey. Tens across the board. (laughs) Locked in on ten. Great. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. And that means we have an average of nine. Wait a minute. Chicken is, is the highest we've ever had so far. I think so, yeah. Because the highest previous to this was a peanut butter candy about four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And what was it? I'm blanking on it. It was a peanut butter candy. Was it the fun size Snickers? It was the fun size Snickers peanut That's butter. Right. That's right. Because, yeah, I mean, Dr. Jean-Paul, when you were gone, um, Stephanie and Scott cheated at math. <laughs> they, and by the way, I did try to freeze the Snickers. That, that product doesn't even freeze. You all were like, it's going to be better when it's frozen. I left it in my freezer for three days. It was still like, not, it doesn't freeze. I don't know what that's made of. Fat. <laughs> yes. I mean, and it, by the way, it wasn't me that cheated. It was Christine that cheated at the numbers. I don't vote, as you may remember. Well, no, I remember what vividly. What happened is everybody voted, and then you I gave it a negative number. Score. No, yeah. I did. I gave it like a four, and then you no. two were like, "I want to revote. I'm giving it a twelve. You gave That's it like a two, happened. which was very uncalled for. 
Well, no, I'm just saying I don't normally believe in peanut butter as a candy flavor, but it's really working for me on the chicka stick. But can we, can somebody, can you do a little research and we'll go back to it at the end of the show? Why is it called a chicka stick? Because in my head, this should be like a chicken bouillon. I'm putting this in a cup of hot water the day before I have a colonoscopy. Do you know what I'm saying? Why is it called that? Chick. Why would it be called chick o stick? I just shoved another one in my mouth. It's real. I really do love it, by the way. It's great. <laughs> I'm getting into the research. We'll circle back about this. All right. Well, Stephanie, you've done it again. There's a, there's a little saltiness to it as well. I mean, I'm clearly wrapping up the segment. Okay. Oh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-star Okay, you guys, diet. so... God, Karen, you're so mm, stupid. Let's go have this chicka stick in my mouth. Okay, so let's go back to the questions that you asked during the huddle. Why did I move to Palm Springs? Well, John, I can't believe you're not listening to your back episodes of Jim Lanahan and Friends because I talked about it last Monday. Now, I will tell you, by the way, not everybody can see John. He just gave us the look of shock and awe. <laughs> but I will tell you, it was reconfirmed today, moving here. Um, I, in, in quick summation, I love Palm Springs. It's my happy place. Every time I come here, my shoulders drop. And with work going the way it was, there was no reason for me to stay in L.A. because we gave up our office. So I just made the switch earlier than I thought I would. I always thought I would retire here, but now I just have a place here. And if work picks back up, I'll get a second place maybe in LA. Um, but who knows? Maybe it'll be somewhere else or maybe I won't, you know? So that's kind of where we are. When I was opening a show this weekend in San Diego, we did an outdoor um, Broadway meets Cirque meets like Vegas review. It was holiday. It was for the kiddies. It came out really well. When I was driving back this morning, I was on 60 driving through the mountains in Riverside County and I just felt my shoulders drop again. So I was like, you know what? This is the right choice for me. I'm, I'm happy to be in Palm Springs and, uh, and it's definitely working out well for me. I mean, I was at Ralph's a few hours ago with a person in a floor length fake fur coat. So that's, you know, things are looking up. Um, <laughs> you just spoiled your Christmas present, you know. That's yeah. what <laughs> How many dudes have I hooked up with? That was the next question. You guys, I'm not getting quarantine cock. My mangina is closed for biz biz. Like, I, are people... Are people still doing a ton of hooking up? Like, are single people hooking up? I know the answer to this question. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. How are they protecting themselves? And do we know the statistics like, you know, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. I grew up in the age generation. So I can tell you the 25 ways you can and cannot get HIV, right? Because I know it. What are, I mean, can you get COVID from oral from making out, from regular opposing gender sex, from same sex? Like, what are the rules yeah. on COVID? Do we even know? Or are people just no. hooking up? I heard once that it was sexually transmitted. It could be sexually transmitted. But uh, I heard the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. no one really knows. No one really knows. And I do know they have found COVID in the semen and fecal matter and urine 
of um of people who have passed and who have not yet passed so um, i mean i've been mostly just letting guys shit on my chest but i didn't think that was risky now i'm really gonna have to part is none of us reacted to it. <laughs> Let me just cut that out. I was just hoping that somebody would drive oh, no. the boat. Oh, that came out of nowhere. That was no, going to drive the boat. Nowhere to, oh, that didn't come out of nowhere. That's been lurking at Christine oh since the first episode. Yeah. I mean, I've just been looking for a, a place to just say that. Thank God. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Christine usually does it underneath oh. a glass top. Uh, coffee table, you know, yeah, right. but if she really likes the guy, you can go directly poo on breast, <laughs> you know, you can just yeah. look right on it. It's yeah. not my job to yuck your yum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Well, so anyway, wow. now this took, you a, know, this took a turn. Now, you know why I'm not hooking up because I'm afraid of the COVID. I'm a fat 46 yeah. year old with diabetes and asthma. Like I don't want COVID in my life. I don't want that. So only chest shitting then. Yeah. I'm screaming. You said but now that I know that. that that's dangerous, I mean, I'm going to have to curtail my activities. Mm-hmm. Just stick to the feet, Christy. You know, today I was watching the news and Chris Christie was like, wah, 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 Trump, wah, wah, wah. and I was like, look at Chris Christie. He is at least 10 years older than me, 100 pounds heavier than me. He had COVID. He went into the hospital. I don't know if he got experimental drugs or not, but he's doing great. He's back on news and he's spewing Trump bullshit. So maybe I could beat it, but I don't want to try. You know what I mean? So y'all are so like Dr. John is married. Scott, you've got Marsha. You two are lucky you've got built in, you know, in-house quarantine hookups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) <laughs> you want to know what just happened i picked up my iced coffee to take a sip and you guys didn't keep talking and i was like i was like i thought for sure someone was going to talk someone's about gonna their keep, sex life i, I was, no, I was but, like go ahead uh, no I, so i have this neighbor who um up until the um yeah i just dropped my phone um no. up until the lockdown lockdown was meeting dates out in front of the cafe at the bottom of our building. I didn't know they were dates. I thought they could be friends. I thought they could be colleagues, whatever. So one day we bump into each other and he goes, oh my God, you and Billy must think I'm such a slut. You run into me on a date every time I'm meeting someone. And I'm like, oh, Quite not because though, the coffee I, shop being right there though. yeah i mean not because and i was like oh not because i care if you're slutty or whatever i'm like are you being stupid like you're on dates like are they lady hookup dates not like you well know, they're i don't not ladies he was dating meeting men i just meant like are they like not for nothing having the sex when mm. uh covid first started in march april the highest rate of infection for 
Los Angeles was West Hollywood. And it was the gays yeah. who just never got off Grinder. So I blame my own people. You know, yeah. like, what are you doing? Get off Grinder. I still, to this day, I will shame people on TikTok. I have a horrible track record on TikTok. I, I'm so friendly and nice and respectful, but on TikTok, if I see a gay person doing a story about Chick-fil-A, I call them out on it. If I see gays acting irresponsibly in the time of COVID, I call them out on it. Like, because I'm like, could we please just for for 30 days be a responsible adult, please? Could we? Anybody? No? No. How long? Remember when we were walking down Santa Monica that one day, Jimmy, right at the beginning of COVID, mm-hmm. and that park was packed mm-hmm. full of mm-hmm. people just drinking, and you ripped your mask off, and you yelled at them all, put your mask on! Well, that's why I don't have a problem with them shutting the businesses down between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., because all those people are doing are getting drunk and doing stupid shit. Trying to get so, some. Yeah. Go home. You know, and when you're drunk, you're not even if you're not getting some, you're not making good choices when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody coming to me about their personal freedoms and their liberties because guess what? You are infringing on mine when you get drunk and do stupid shit all the time. How long before I went to sunglasses, sunglasses, sunglasses? I have some breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. I've not yet been to sunglasses. Sunglasses. <laughs> I took my mom. So as we all know, my mom moved with me to Palm Springs. And on Wednesday, I picked her up. We went on a day tour at lunchtime because otherwise, you know, it's, it's winter y'all. It is dark at four 30 and I'm further East than you in Los Angeles by a hundred miles. So it's darker here before it's dark there. So Today at 4.15, I was talking to my mom and she was like, why is it already dark? I was like, mom, we only have like a week left and then the days start to get longer again, thank God. But anyway, I picked her up. We went on a tour of Palm Springs, her new hometown. Tour one was downtown area. We went by all the art shops and the museum. And then we went by downtown restaurants. Then we went through the district, which is where the mid-century hotels are. It's beautiful. And I stopped at a place to get my mom a world-famous Palm Springs date shake. (gasps) A staple of Palm Springs food culture. And... You know what was across the street? Sunglasses, sunglasses, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. But I did not um, go in yet. So I haven't really had time. Yeah. And it's not really called sunglasses, sunglasses, sunglasses. Okay, show's over. Thank you so <laughs> What a Scott. I'm saying that because they might be listening and they're like, you know, they should, they should be a sponsor or something. It's called the P. And you're not even giving them the real name. Sunglasses. It's called PS Sunglasses. PS stands for Palm Springs. But you know what they should change their their name to? Sunglasses, 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 because I love it. I call it that since the first time I came here. Um, uh, pictures of my apartment. I mean, this is a podcast, so I don't know how I would accomplish that on a podcast. But right now in the Zoom room, you're seeing my second bedroom. I went from a studio apartment to a two-bedroom. Wow. Two-bathroom. Yeah, but as you can tell, the only thing I've really set up in here is my vacuum with my vacuum cover on it. That's a vacuum cover, you guys, that looks like a maid. 
Oh, I, I literally thought that was a statue. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a Dyson under there. And I'll tell you something else. Um, there's nothing on the walls. So during sound check, Christine was like, you're very echoey. It's because there's nothing on the walls in here, you know. But eventually, we'll get there. Is the, is the apartment carpeted or not carpeted? It is carpeted in the bedrooms. And then on, this is the secondary bedroom. On my bedroom, there's like a little entranceway where there's like all the storage on the right. And then the bathroom's on the left. And then you walk into the proper bedroom. And then I have a walk-in closet over wow. there. Wow. That's all carpeted. But in the main room, it's hardwood or whatever they pretend is hardwood these days mm-hmm. in apartments. So I have down my Jane Seymour Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman collection rug, which looks like the Union Jack flag in yes. turquoise and lime green. <laughs> Guess what happened today? You saw Jay Seymour. I... Saw Jane Seymour. At, no, I did not. <laughs> on Friday, when I was driving down to San Diego for work on the 215, I saw a furniture store that I have been wanting to go to forever. It's called Scandinavian Design Furniture outlet. So I've been wanting to go to Scandinavian (laughs) furniture forever. And there is one in Culver City in Los Angeles and I've been there and it's gorgeous. But I was like, who doesn't love an outlet? So I was on the 215. I was already an hour behind schedule getting to this tech on Friday. So I just kept going. But on the way home today, mommy stopped at the outlet. (laughs) I first thing I did was got out of the car and sent Christine a message that just said this. I'm at this place. You should be jealous. I went inside. It was really disappointing. There was nothing in there I wanted, and it was all, like, scratched and dented. I was like, this is bullshit. So I went next door to this other place, and I bought two little side tables that look like wood that has been cast in metal alloy on mid-century modern legs. So imagine if you had wood from space that was made of aluminum and it was cut into a thick, chunky tabletop and it was on mid-century wire legs. And Christine described them as what? Bottle caps. She thinks they look like <laughs> bottle caps. <laughs> I, and Christine, when I sent you the picture, I think I actually wrote, I know you're going to hate these, but I just bought two of them. <laughs> no, I didn't hate them. I didn't hate them. I mean, I would have them in my apartment, but they're... Yeah. No, I mean, you, would, you, would, you wouldn't even let your boyfriends take a shit on them, right? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. have standards. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Anyway, I got so so anyway, to answer your question, Scott, I'm starting to slowly buy furniture because I had no furniture. I moved into that other apartment a week before pandemic started. And for most of that week, I was in Las Vegas for a show. I was supposed to open Prices Right Live at a hotel in Vegas. And long story short, we rushed home because of COVID. I spent the next three days taking shows off the road. I had one in Europe that was an ordeal. And then I couldn't buy a couch because we were on lockdown. 
And even wow. when things started opening back up, I was like, am I allowed to get a couch? And do I even want delivery men in my apartment at this point? And, you know, all those things. So anyway, I never got a couch. So I need to buy a couch. I just need to buy furniture. I have a rug and a chair right now and a little end table that I took from a show. That we you could become do. a minimalist. You could just keep that going, you know? Yeah, or I could, you know, sit comfortably in my own home. So, you know. <laughs> whatever. Right. Whatever um, floats your boat, you know. Listen, I have to tell you, I have a new favorite holiday song. It's by Megan Trainer, and it's called Holidays. And guess who sings back up on this song for Megan Trainer? Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I'm going to play you a little outro of Megan Trainer Holidays. And then when we come back, after a few quick messages from our sponsors, we have a guest that none of you even know about. Ooh, ooh, I love a surprise during the holidays. Is it Santa? No, but it is a man who's going to want you to sit on his lap. All right, so we'll be right back after these commercials. remind everybody about the Jim Lanahan and Friends with Benefits program. You mean that thing when our podcast listeners join us live in the Zoom studio when we record the podcast? That's right, girl. And if they go to cameo.com and search for Jim Lanahan, they can purchase a private personalized message from Jim. It gets delivered directly to your phone or laptop. Additionally, they will receive a link to join the podcast recording session. You get to watch us record this podcast, interact with our guests, and see all the content that hits the cutting room floor. That sounds super exclusive. Mm, mommy likey. Me too. So go to cameo.com today and search for Jim Lanahan to get your personalized message and support this podcast. That's cameo.com. Search for Jim Lanahan. And you know what else? A lot of people are requesting cameos from Jody the insurance lady. And other times people are requesting cameos from my mother. Why are you acting ridiculous? So, um, which by the way, is not what my mom sounds like in real life. Is it Christine? No. Not at all. <laughs> but I want to say cameos make the perfect stocking stuffer. So go to cameo.com, search for Jim Lanahan and support this podcast today.
guys, welcome Hi. back. Isn't that Megan Trainer's song totally fire? John, do the kids still say fire? Is that a thing? No. Okay. <laughs> you guys, isn't that Megan Trainer's song Burning Embers? It's so hot. So sizzle. Wiggity wiggity whack. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. I'll tell you what that Megan Trainer song does, though. It slaps. Mm-hmm. It is slapping. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, it does slap. Yeah. Um, okay, so listen. It's time to admit to the recording session our top secret guest, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Everybody, this is my friend Heather Hickman. Hi, Heather Hickman. Hi, Hi Heather. Ninety-six, twenty-four years I've known Heather. Lies. Heather He's lying. My friends, Dr. John Paul Higgins. Her, his um, Zoom name right now is Quarantine Cock, but he prefers mm. Dr. John. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dr. John. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you as well. And Scott Sheldon, my hello. buddy from college. Nice to meet hello, you. Hello, hello. Producer we're, we're Stephanie the- Laffin, all the way from Los Angeles. Hi. Hi. And of course, you know Christine because all my girlfriends know each other. <laughs> Hi, Christine. Hi, Heather. All right. So, you guys, I met Heather doing a production of Gilbert and Sullivan's The Mikado. It was um, 19, it was actually 1997 or no, no, it was January of 98. 98, 98 98-ish. I had just made the, at the time, enormously difficult decision to leave graduate school. And I hated graduate school. And I was in a I was in a dark place, much like Cher. I was a dark lady. And I um was not loving life. And I was like, what am I gonna do with myself? And I am dropping out of my doctorate program and I I don't know. And and I was very kind of, you know, <clears throat> insecure about everything. So I got into a show at Hofstra by cheating uh a friend of mine who was cast as the lead she said they need boys who sing you sing come do this show and i was like i don't go to hofstra and she said we're gonna lie about that so i was in the hofstra musical even though i did not go to hofstra i got paired up with heather in the show it was um completely appropriate heather we were in full white face with the eyes 100 appropriate yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep. completely you know, appropriate and sensitive to culture and race to, you know, right on par for 1998. Translates really well to the 21st century. Yep, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, it really, you know. And then um, the other thing is that Heather and I are plus-sized individuals. Uh, We were both much more plus-sized back in that day. Wow, we really were. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I mean, right (laughs) now, I'm basically a skinny bitch right now. And they Mm -hmm. put us on a piece of scenery that rolls but they put us on the bottom step. There were three steps up to the top. They put us on the bottom step. When you put fat people on a rolling platform, that's a little Yeah. (laughs) It fell and started dragging on the stage. And then they would try to move the platform with us on it. And this is basically what you heard, like singing, singing over to Sullivan. And you just heard... (laughs) 
<laughs> because we were pushing the platform into the stage. So that was good times. <laughs> that was good times. But our kimonos were amazing. We did look amazing. Yeah, I would put the pictures up on the Instagram page, but we would get hate for the makeup because it was so... Oh, dear God. Yeah, no, those are, they should be burned. They should be burned. Heather, the other thing I'm obsessed with that we used to get hours and hours of enjoyment out of is um, tell everybody about learning French in Atlanta. <laughs> so I, I spent the last two years of high school in Georgia, just outside of Atlanta in a suburb. And my, um, my very Southern French teacher, and keep in mind, I had just come from a school, my father was in the military and we had lived overseas. So I had the first two years we lived in London and I had a French teacher who's, who lived in France and was very, very, you know, I, I would, I would call a traditional accent and, and all of that. So we moved to Atlanta. My first day of class, I walk in and he sits down and he says, well, bonjour, student." Welcome to La Francais. I'd like to start off by talking about how do we how do we find ourselves and how do we do directions when we're in a place where there's French being spoken. So what I'd like to say is where do I find the metro? And the way you say that is Oué la metro. <laughs> <laughs> Everything from there, I couldn't listen anymore. I'm like, Heather okay. and I we used to have, because I took French, so Heather and I, you would always do it in an accent like, like uh, oh, and the other funny thing is, they always make you pick a name when you take a language, right? So, like, you're supposed to pick a, a, a typical French name, that represents your English name. So I was Jim, right, or Jimmy, and they told me that I would be Jacques if I lived in France, probably, because Jacques is like the equivalent of James. But yours was not close to Heather, right? Yours was Rita? <laughs> no, it was Louisa. And it wasn't one that I picked. I was assigned it because there is no equivalent for Heather in French. The close would be Fleur, right, Flower or something like that. But no, he said, well, we'll just, we'll just call you Louisa. I'm like, well, that's not French at all, but okay. I'll, yeah. So Je m'appelle Louisa. hours giggling like, Je m'appelle Louisa. Je m'appelle <laughs> Louisa. la oué. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> la metro. Uh, <laughs> uh, je voudrais. People say I got an A in that class. Style the band. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we got... I wonder, I wonder what sparked your teacher wanting to call you Louisa. It's kind of creepy a little bit. Where, where did he come up with that? I don't... Uh, to this day, I'm going to call know. you Louisa. By <laughs> the way, Heather, you... just made my high school experience much creepier in hindsight. <laughs> Heather, you've just experienced what we've always experienced on this show. Scott can't say anything without making you feel inappropriate and sexual. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad to feel, I feel like I'm part of the team. Heather, I know, we have I know a my role on this show where one of the lines I wrote for us is, <laughs> Mommy likey! Okay, so I'm going to deliver it as Jim Lanahan, and then Scott will deliver it as Scott Sheldon. Ready? Jim Lanahan. Yep. <laughs> Mommy likey! Scott Sheldon. Mommy likey. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm grossed out and I want to touch my nipples all at once. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're doing it right, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> <that's> a- <laughs> 
<laughs> that's how I always feel when I have when I have sex with Scott. I feel a little grossed out, but I also want to touch my nipples. So. Me too. Whenever <laughs> I shit on Christine's chest, it's the same. You were oh. <laughs> Oh, I Fantastic. The best part is Quite our fan. guest Heather has no idea what you're talking about. You just look crazy, Scott. You look crazy. <laughs> you'll have, when you hear it back, you'll know. Okay, listen. So here's why Heather's with us today. Um, Heather has a father, like we all do. We all have a mother and a father. Heather has a father named Bill Hickman, who I enjoy very much. In fact. I, I last year, gosh, a year and a half. When was that wedding in Missouri? Two years ago. Two years. They, was, they just got another second anniversary. Yeah. Gosh. So, two years ago, I went to a wedding. Heather was in the wedding. Um, it's Heather's best friend, and I introduced the bride to the groom. So, we all stayed in a cabin together in a like resort town next to where the wedding was and it was in near branson missouri so long story short in the cabin was heather's dad bill and i'm gonna tell you something bill gives new meaning to the phrase thick silver daddy like he's an attractive man and i know this is uncomfortable for heather but later like, it's really heather, not heather was away from us and i was with some of the girls in the cabin having girl chat and i was like girls am i the only one who thinks bill and they were like nope attractive silver daddy attractive <laughs> man that's an attractive man and i was like i know oh my god i mean not that i would like jump on top of bill and do anything inappropriate or you know as, as scott said i would never take a dump on his chest but he's like you know i love him and he's so nice and so respectful and we love him and um uh heather lost her mom uh, three and a half years ago uh, just over three. It was in November. Yeah, just over three years ago. And uh, Bill has just started dating a new lady. And I'm fine with it, by the way. Thanks for asking. I'm okay with it. But um, <laughs> we love Bill Hickman. We love him so much. So tell everybody about Bill's um, passion and tell them about this event that's coming up next weekend, Heather. Thank you. Yes. And I think especially after the conversation about shitting on chefs, I'm really excited to talk to you about this very family-friendly Christmas show. By the way, that, now uh, you know Scott to... ruins everything every week. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. Let's talk about dumping Happy on chefs. holidays. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. So, my dad, he's fantastic. Um, I, and as Jim knows, I come from a, a musical family on my dad's side. My grandmother was a professional singer. She sang in a girls group in the 40s. She toured around the country during World War II and afterwards she played stand-up bass. Very cool lady, sung until like the day she died. Passed that on to my dad. My dad has been a singer his entire life. And as a kid growing up, um, the constant that we had whenever we moved around, because as, as I mentioned, he was in the military, he would join a barbershop chorus in whatever city we relocated to. And there's an organization back in the day, <laughs> it was called, and I'll remember this, it was called Spevsquasa. I shit you not, that was a terrible name for it. They've now changed it to the Barbershop Harmony Society. Um, it's actually based here in Nashville, which is where I live right now. Um, it's an international musical organization that's dedicated to supporting um, choruses, all that are um, made up of people who celebrate four-part harmony. So... Um, back in the 80s, it was a very traditional type of 
four-part harmony barbershop. If you think if you go to Disneyland and you see the Dapper Dams who are performing on the street, or if you remember the the Music Man and the, the barbershop quartet who would sing there, it was very traditional. Now, as the popularity of um, acapella singing has has, you know, gained traction throughout the last 10 years or so, the Barbershop Harmony Society has really leaned into that and, and kind of approached uh, this, this singing from a very um, inclusive kind of idea. And so there's a lot of youth groups and things like that that come through this. So long story short, um, there are choruses and quartets all around the world um, and dozens across the country. And my father right now is the president of a chorus called the Northwest Sound that's based out of Seattle. He and his chorus have partnered with another, a gold medal winning chorus in Alexandria, Virginia called the Alexandria Harmonizers. And together, those two choruses have put together a virtual Christmas show that highlights 20 plus different four-part harmony and acapella singing groups in a family oriented celebration of Christmas um, that is 100% free. It's going to, it's, act, it's on the Barbershop Harmony Society's YouTube channel. Um, it's going to be held on Sunday, December 20th at 3.30 Pacific time. And you can just log on there. It's totally free. You can click on it and watch the show. And it's going to be really amazing. I've seen some snippets of some of the guests who are on it and it's a lot of fun. And Jim, just because I know you're going to love this, my dad is the MC for the entire show. So there will be snippets of video of him sitting by a Christmas tree and his fire in his house in a very Christmassy outfit, introducing all of the acts as they come through. It's going to be pretty amazing. Will he be in a sexy daddy smoking robe at all? <laughs> We actually teased him about that. We're like, you probably need to be in something a little bit more <laughs> festive because originally he was thinking tracksuit. And I'm like, no, no, dad. No, no. So he's you know, got a sweater. He's got the nice scarf. Uh, it's a good look for him, but not a smoking jacket. I, we didn't want people to get too excited. Jeff. Perhaps a pipe. <laughs> Perhaps yeah. a pipe. He did smoke a pipe back in the day. So I wanted to say, uh, you know, a, a few things. Uh, people who know these um, singing groups around the country will know um, the the people that are participating in this event on December twentieth are Double Date, GQ, Halo, Mama's Boy, Midtown, The Quintones, and many more. If you come from the acapella world or if you come from barbershop world, you know who those groups are. Um, I have just a little bit exposure to it because of Heather and her dad. And then, of course, I work with Disney's acapella group as well in my day job. So I've heard of these groups and I was like, oh, those are the groups. That's really amazing. The other fun thing about it is that unlike if you've watched Glee on TV, these are people of all various ages. So if you are looking for something to do on the weekend because your family is staying with you for five weeks in your two-bedroom apartment <laughs> in Silver Lake, PSL, then perhaps you have, you know, because Stephanie, your mom and dad are going to love watching this and it's on YouTube and it's free. They're going to flip out. They're going to love it. I can put it on the big screen. Yes, totally. So, and the other thing I wanted to say is that um, during the show, you can make donations to two organizations, TAPS International, which, do you know what they do exactly, Heather? I think they're a military-related uh, group of singers. They are. So TAPS actually, it's actually not a related singing group, but TAPS is a... Um, 
nonprofit organization, and what they do is they provide comfort and resources to families and family members who are grieving the death of a military loved one. So they've been around since 1994, and they it's basically a national peer support network, and they connect people to grief resources and all of that at no cost to the surviving families and loved ones. So it's a military-focused um, organization. Um, and it is, yes, it's the it's the East Coast charity that they've designated um, to be beneficiaries of anybody who's, uh, you know, wanting to um, give something as a donation uh, for the for the concert. I love it. So you guys, just to say it all in one place, it's December 20th, which is a week from the day we are recording. It's next Sunday. It's at 3.30 Pacific. If you're on the East Coast, it's at 6.30 p.m. The website to get more information is seattlesings.org backslash event backslash Christmas Coast to Coast. <laughs> or you can just literally uh, Google search the phrase Christmas Coast to Coast, a celebration of singing and family, and it will pop right up. The Seattle Sings website pops up. Um, that's really exciting. Thanks for telling us about it, Heather. Thank you, Jim. And thank you guys for letting me come on and talk about it. It is really going to be an amazing, it's, it's the first um, virtual concert that the Barbershop Harmony Society is putting on of this magnitude. They've done some other ones throughout um, the, throughout 2020 because of COVID. They've had to go virtual. And this is really the first one that is absolutely nationwide and pulling in this number of really fantastic, high caliber quality singing groups all into one show. So we're really excited to see it. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, um, when we play out at the end of the song, I'm going to play everybody a selection that they did from Moana, the Disney show. And it's really cute. They're really great. Heather, I love you. Send my best to your dad. And we'll talk soon, honey. All right. Thanks, hon. Thank you, everybody. Nice to meet you. Bye. Happy Bye, holidays. Heather Rickman. Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I feel like I'm going to be watching that concert with Heather's dad. Maybe just me, glass of Chardonnay, listening to some barbershop, enjoying my time alone with Bill Hickman and his, with his pipe near a fire. I mean, it's really giving me a lot of daddy yeah. vibes, right? <laughs> he is the sweetest man, let me tell you. At that wedding, he knocked on my bedroom door and he said, Jim, I brought you a copy of my book on this drive. And I knew I was going to see you and I wanted to make sure you got to read it. He's the most earnest, lovely man ever. Like part of my crush on Bill Hickman is because he's everything a man should be. You know what I mean? He's just the most upstanding, uh, great individual. He's the best. All right, you guys. Um, listen, that was a lot. We covered a lot in our first show back. I mean, we have been talking nonstop for over an hour, you guys. My God. <laughs> we learned a lot. We learned mm -hmm. a lot. It was well, very educational. I mean, thank you, Christine, for, you know, right, the show where we kick off the holidays, Christine, <laughs> right to poop humor. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Christine, where can people learn more about you and him pooping on your bosoms? Uh, you can find me at CCinecore on Twitter and Facebook. On Instagram at Christian Cinecore and website is ChristianCinecore.com. I love it. Dr. John, where can we find you? Give me just a second because my oh my Siri is going off. Every all of my technology is going. <laughs> What's happening, John? I'm sorry. My technology, all of the all of my 
all of my home pods started going off at the same time and i couldn't figure out why and this is the first time it's ever done that so i'm sorry um <laughs> you can find me at www.drjohnpaul.com or you can find me on social by using the handle at dr john paul <laughs> great scott uh, uh you can find me uh, on Twitter and Facebook at Scotty Sheldon or on Instagram at Scott A. Sheldon or Scotty Sheldon, the actor. And if you're looking for a nice home in Los Angeles, you can look at Scotty Sheldon, the realtor. Listen, when I do the Instagram post, I never know where to tag Scott. He's got 84 Instagram accounts. I only have three. And that was because you told me to, to get my own different account for his things. It's your where fault. Where should I be tagging you? Like, which accounts do you want tagged on the podcast? Oh, oh I mean, we're talking. There's a 98 accounts, Scott. I'm <laughs> All right, Scott A. Sheldon is fine because you can find my other accounts from there. So, All right. I'm into it. Stephanie. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Chicky Laugh. That's C H I C K Y L A F F. And from copious pictures of my dog Billy, Billy the Rescue Pup, on Instagram, and my website StephanieQuitsEveryWeek.com. <laughs> And my name is Jim Lanahan. I am on Instagram at Jim Lanahan. My website is jimlanahan.com. And my Facebook is I am Jim Lanahan. Podcast group on Facebook is called Jim Lanahan and Friends Podcast Group. I have been really bad about updating that page. You know what we need? Stephanie! We need a social media intern. Stephanie! Let me get right on that. All right, great. And uh, I want to tell everybody that we will be back in your podcast feed on Thursday when you wake up. There will be a little nugget of goodness in your phone, like, I'm here, good morning. And until then, please remember that you need to take care of yourself so you can, in turn, take good care of others because that's our first and most important job taking care of each other. We will see you on Thursday. Bye. 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 Boop. Uh, and talking. Bill Hickman's going to sing a song now on our way out. Just remember Silver Fox Daddy. Okay, bye. You also forgot to circle back to the Chico stick in case you want to edit that in. Fucker. <laughs> I mean, I won't even edit it. People can just see what a disaster we are on the first show back. <laughs> and like okay. most John and I put it in the group chat too. I know. So Stephanie, please walk us through. We can talk about it on Thursday. Why it's called Scott. What Every do we do now? Fucking episode. Every fucking please episode. Please tell everybody. <sighs> I'm muting Scott. Please to everybody tell Stephanie, please tell everybody why it's called a Chico stick. Well, Jim, after several searches, it's actually just because someone at the Atkinson Candy Company came up with the name one day, and well, it just stuck. Uh, it originally had something to do with the Atkinson logo as well, but I guess there was some confusion at the end of the day if it was a candy or a chicken-flavored cracker. So, random stuff there. Is that it? <laughs> That's really it. It just Wait, stuck one day. Yeah, it wasn't really anything exciting. You chicken. left out this whole part. It says chicken sticks. This is what Stephanie um, sent me during the show, and I forgot. Well, 
I didn't put the thing about the cowboy hat. Original rapper featured a stylized cartoon of a chicken wearing a cowboy hat and a badge in the shape of the Atkinson logo. The chicken is now absent from the recent rapper design. Some commentators have indicated that it contributes to confusion over whether the chicken stick was a candy or a chicken flavored cracker. So interesting, isn't it? Interesting. We, we started this podcast talking about chicken, talking mm-hmm. about fried chicken. Uh-huh. Full circle. Yeah. You know, it all just means here's a lion. It's, it's a lion, right? My friend ruined that for me, and I was so angry with him. I was like, I thought it was some great baby to the world thing. No, here's a lion. It's a lion. I I'll was tell like, you this quickly because <laughs> I've already tried to end this show it's 38 times, but I'll tell you this quickly before we end the show. When I worked at Lion King, I was part of the education program. When they teach little kids the circle of life, do you know what they teach them to say? Because little kids can't say those um, complex, African vowel sounds, right? So this is how they teach a little kid to sing Circle of Life. Penguins hopping, penguins in pajamas. And if you kind of don't do your consonants, penguin hopping, penguin in pajama, penguin hopping, penguin in pajama. And that's how they teach little kids to sing Circle of Life in chorus. That is so cute. That is a mess. Mm -hmm. True story. You know what that is? That's Disney theater magic, people. It's Disney theater magic. <laughs> All right. Capitalism. <laughs> we got to mm. go. Uh, okay. So listen, we're back on Thursday in case you didn't hear the first <laughs> time. But until then, please remember, take care of yourself, everybody, because it's hard times out there. It's, it's um, hard out there for a pimp, as they say. Right? Yeah, Are the yeah. kids still saying that, Sean? No. Okay. And what uh, <laughs> out there for that's my new favorite game. You guys, that's like wick that's totally tubular. Are the kids still saying tubular, John? No. Okay. So <laughs> But please, you guys, take care of yourself because you need to put on your oxygen mask first so you can take care of everyone else on the plane, right? And that's our number one job, taking care of each other. It's weird times out there. So let's lift each other up. That's our job. All right. For real this time. We will see you on Thursday. Bye. You want to know why I really paused? I was waiting for Scott to say something else. And I, well, we couldn't stop the show, but he was good. Scott, you did a good job. All right, listen, we're going for real now. Bye. If we listen, we might overcome what divides us. Yeah, and who knows how far we'll go. Thank you.